0: you see these individuals, and it reminds you of where you want to be. Hmm. It's, it's extremely difficult to be like a Kevin Mitchell or a Stacey yeah. or Shannon Coates. That's what drives me. I think that's what drives all of us.
1: Hey, welcome to Rec Reflect. <laughs>
0: Where were you up for? I was with the city of Frisco. Okay. you I mean, like I
2: love good. it, man.
0: It's, it's totally different in the best of ways. It's not as crowded. No, Frisco. I love Frisco too. Okay. So I grew up around there. Yeah. So I've <laughs> always been part of the culture and and the community. My dad worked for Frisco too. So nice. I just nice. I've always loved it. It's now always been happy home. Being oh yeah. Really? I mean I'm happy wherever I have leaders that allow me to to grow and expand especially as a youngster because my superintendent allows me to explore the limits and, and he you're a youngster
1: out. how old are you
0: i'm 25 okay my man i look like i'm 10 but i'm 25
1: <laughs> oh, you're okay so uh how long have you been in the field so far About four
0: years now okay yeah where, I, where did you go to like, university i went to the university of north texas okay so i'm um, I studied recreation event sport management yeah. and a lot of people that do that degree, believe it or not, don't even know parks and rec is a thing. So uh, thankfully I thankfully had Dr. Walker. I told him my vision, what I wanted to do. I wanted to work in parks and rec. And he told me you came to the right, um, the right field of study. Yeah. And he, he allows all his students to venture out, be volunteers at this, be speakers and, uh, what I did, I worked full-time with Frisco while being a full-time student just to better enhance my my chances because I know the job market is going to be rough, but also to to really solidify my passion and purpose in life, which is helping others in parts of So it worked out.
2: So, so we're here with Luis Ibarra. Am I saying your name right there? So Luis, there explain real quick one more time your position, the, the city that you work for right now, what your position is within that and kind of. Uh, what you're involved with in Traps,
0: if you're in anything you like that as well. Yeah, so my name is Lucy Barra. I'm the Recreation Coordinator for the City of Duncanville Parks and Rec. My previous experience with Traps, I've been a future young professional speaker two years ago, or I've done it twice. I was also a, a very bad student ambassador <laughs> simply oh, because <laughs> COVID played a huge factor in that. I had a whole bunch of plans, but um, I just didn't do my due diligence. And COVID just... That uh, threw everybody off, right? Well, it threw off my, my mojo. <laughs> made my work kind of sloppy. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Traps is a wonderful organization. Offers quite a lot.
2: So, so you mentioned you grew up around Frisco. Yep. So you grew up around Frisco. You went to the University of North Texas for recreation. So you are true DFW till you die, right? So we're here at the North Conference. This, this has got to be, like, home to you almost, right? It's the
0: best one. I've seen all my friends, <laughs> all the – the future all the directors yeah. want to
2: be like so yeah. what's it like being around a lot of these these directors you know we've got so many wonderful people that you know like stacy and naya the, you talk about jennifer russell shannon coates like all these different people out here who like will come up to you and they take the time to come up to you and say hi uh how are you doing you know getting to see people you've talked to in the past You know, i know you and i've run into a, a couple times in the past and so what's it like to be at a conference like this and see those people not only them but also um some of your fellow students that you might have graduated or the people you started working with in different places how's it feel to be around those kinds of people it's it's truly an honor yeah
0: and you you hit the the nail on the the head or however you say that whenever you said it feels like home because it really does you see these individuals and it reminds you of where you want to be it's it's extremely difficult to be like a kevin mitchell or a stacy yeah or shannon coates that's what drives me i think that's what drives all us professionals it's seeing these wonderful directors and professionals and how much they care for their craft. Yeah. It, yeah. It okay.
1: I, I have an interesting question. I have something that's interesting to me. So you're, you're a young professional, you're 25, you called yourself a youngster. So I think any good leader is capable of self-awareness and like where their shortcomings are. And so some, I think uh, when people are very established is that they, the entry level part of the field is so far removed from like because they were that's like twenty years ago for them. Right. If you could give advice to the superintendent level, the director level, executive level, of what, how does it feel, and what are some of the pitfalls that exist for your generation coming into recreation?
0: That is quite frankly an amazing question. Whenever I was interning for Galveston, my uh, Chris Sadler was in charge of me, and he ask me the exact same question. You're a youngster coming in to this field. What do you do? Uh, my shortcomings, since I am young, I'm kind of conscious about that. So it's hard to relate to somebody that's the same age as me and, and tell them, hey, I'm, I'm your leader, I'm your team leader. I'm trying to make us all successful. So that's hard. The most important thing when, whenever you achieve those goals and you forget about the part-time job, well, first of all, part-time work is quite frankly the most important job in and rec right? simply because they have the most face-to-face time with it's our, our community, community, right? Exactly. They're the true blood flow of our departments when it comes to relating to them, man, I, I act like a, like an old man. I don't really <laughs> do social media or video games. So it kind of sets me apart from them, but just understanding that they need to respect you first off, but also they need to relate to you in a certain way. Well, my superintendent does, he does such a great job. he, he relates to me on things that I like and he kind of puts it into my work. So Luis, you like racing? I have an idea for racing. Let's make this event. And it makes me relate to not only him, but also the thing I'm gonna the thing I'm supposed to work on.
1: How do you build trust and respect with staff members you're trying to lead that you may be almost the same age or not much older than?
0: You gotta be tough with them sometimes.
1: What does it mean to be
0: tough? So let's say they they push the boundaries. That's how they were raised, unfortunately. My generation is kind of wacko that way. <laughs> so it's it's an ebb and flow. Hmm, yeah. If they ask, hey, I want this day off, which is tomorrow, and it's a special event, day. I want this day off, maybe a day or two beforehand, you got to tell them no. And I think they respect you more uh, when they, they know what all they can get away with, what all they can't get away with. Yeah. Um, and just telling them something Noel Garcia does – is a lot of complimenting us or lifting us up whenever life is rough with us.
2: Yeah. So what, what about the other end of that? We talk about kind of the young side, but you're a young person who's working for maybe some generations older than you. Yeah. How do you, what's your advice almost to them? Cause they um, hopefully they have an open advice communication going here too. What would be your advice to some of maybe some of our uh, higher up professionals, our directors, our, our older generation, what was their advice to them, how to coach your generation, how to get you guys to where you need to be?
0: Well, coaching is, it's such a great gift to give, but also people have to be, in a sense, have to be worthy of receiving that type of coach gift that you're giving out. Uh, I would tell them, just realize who you're coaching. Don't waste your time, because not everybody wants to be in the parks and recreation field, and that's fine. Uh, but find those individuals, ask them the hard questions. What's your goal for the next week, yeah. for the next five years? What's your, your end result that you want to achieve at the end of your professional career? And depending on the questions that they answer and if it intrigues you well enough, then give them that respect. Remember that you were once in their shoes. Uh, some people weren't in those shoes and that's great, but try to relate with them a yeah. bit more. And also realize that, we have a very short attention span. <laughs> everything needs to
2: be done on a 10-second interval with, with us sometimes. Sometimes, right? yes. I shouldn't say us. He's, he's younger, way younger than me. <laughs> but let's, let me ask you this. What do you think, as a young professional, someone who's you know, pretty fresh out of college, you're, you're start, starting your career here, you're really moving, you're getting to know a lot of different people, what are we missing in this field? Like, what is it that you're seeing that you think the next generation is going to bring that we're missing right now, that we need
0: right now, that we need from you guys, man. What a what a difficult question. I'd say people taking risks as far as how to put out the best product for the community, for your department, at a low cost. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not many people are spending as much as they used to. Uh, at least from my personal experience, and it's hard. We are entering a COVID. What's the word I'm looking for? Upbringing. Mm-hmm. So kind of mold your, your approach in that sense. Man, I'd just say also people that care simply because I said our attention span is diminishing. I think the new generation should bring a, an approach that is patient, is listening. Uh, that's outside the box right there because I know all us professionals, we, we listen and stuff like that but the new generation, they might not know how to do that. That could be a challenge. What what do
2: you think about kind of the, uh, I know something that drives a lot of these future young professional meetings and a lot of these different groups that we get in on. We we talk a lot about legislation. like We've talked with Jeff about legislation in the past and how young people seem to be so enthusiastic about that. And we talk a lot about like social change, right? Is that something that crosses your mind at all? Like how do we implement that
0: into our parks and recreation field? And how do we keep going with that in, in a way? It's very terrifying, to say the least. Yeah. Simply because things change at a hat's drops notice. So we always have to be aware and attentive of what is correct. In a sense, uh, we always try to respect everybody, regardless of their age, creed, or whatever. Right. Um, I do. My fiance was a part of the traps back in twenty twenty, and uh, she also she went to Texas State. There you, so you they, go. They there you go. It. She went
2: to the right university. Okay. Yeah, there you Good. go. Good. She Good. made the Shout right out choice.
0: Out she made the right choice. Absolutely. You guys have a bunch of <laughs> legendary people. Yes. um But she would always talk to me about how awesome it was to go to the Capitol Building yeah. and be a part of that. She spoke to a Congressperson or a Senator, and she said that really made me feel empowered and made me feel heard. And I was doing it for the thing that I love, which is recreation. Hmm. So I love that our, my generation is aware of the importance of the government side of of parks and rec. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good stuff.
2: Um, Thanks Luis for being on here with us. I know this is, it's just kind of fun to, this is what we're really looking forward to at these conferences is just, you know, grabbing be like, Hey, come out here with us now. And you're just like, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, you, like I said, Jennifer Russell was like, would you want to come talk to us? And we appreciate you getting on here enthusiastically. And I was excited to get to talk to you. again. You know, we haven't talked in a couple of years, so we definitely appreciate you being on here, JD. Got anything else? So before we get into goals, where do you want to be in your career?
0: Man, my end goal. Where are, and what levels? Where, like citywide? Yeah. Is there a put it of out of the there place? right now?
2: Put it out there, it's targeting on somebody's back. I'm
0: coming for your job. No, I was kidding. All directors, <laughs> listen up, just kidding. Uh, honestly I think about that every day. I talk to my fiance about that every day. Uh, I want to be a director of yeah. parks and recreation for a city that I'm living in, that I'm raising kids in. Yeah. That way I'm offering I have a bigger incentive to to give the community more than if well, I so, didn't live there. So your
2: wedding will be like a true traps wedding. Should we do it at conversation? You know, it's actually gonna be in Austin. We uh, can do then. that. Okay. A little <laughs> a little Louis. And Dotsia's Dottia. uh we'll do some live podcasting from the from the wedding, maybe. We'll, uh, there we go. We'll take some time to talk <laughs> to So what know. I'm
1: hearing is Will is volunteering to be the ring bearer. For sure. There you go. For you sure. have to wear a
2: bear suit though. That's deal. the only Done thing. deal. <laughs> um, let's get into our fun questions, huh? Get it. Okay, cool. So we got a few fun questions we'd like to ask everybody. First off, our our one we like to get into is what is your day of recreation though? We're always creating recreation for other people, but what is your fun day of recreation and leisure look like? If you had a choice, if you're getting off for the day, what are you doing?
0: Oh man! Well, me and my fiance are training for a marathon, so we oh, nice. we usually run a lot. After that, come home, make some food because cooking is is recreation. Yes, for me at least, and uh, that's always fun. Man, if I had time, I'd go play some soccer nice. or some baseball or tennis. Me and Noel sometimes play some sports. Then I'd wind it down with some some TV time. Nice. But unfortunately, it's not. The most healthiest favorite TV show. What's your what's your guilty pleasure TV show? Top Gear, all the way. Top Gear, okay. Top I like gear, there, good, good, good. <laughs> the original Top Gear. Okay, I say.
2: good deal. Um, So let me ask you this: we, we like to say you're talking about baseball. You're a baseball fan, okay? Big, so you no know, fan. oh, rough, uh, I just fired Houston Astros. Okay, he's Why? playing out there right now.
0: What? You uh, not watch baseball at all?
1: I mean, <laughs> I'm letting him answer. Okay. <laughs> i do not
0: him. Just don't like the. Team, I've always, I mean, I've never liked Houston teams. I'm a Nazi wow. Dallas fan, so okay. Houston Dynamos are, are big rivals. So, no Rangers, just Dodgers, just Dodgers. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, okay. So, if you were playing for the Dodgers, if you were playing, you know, not for the Astros apparently, but anybody else, what is your walk-up song when you're coming up to bat?
0: What gets you hyped up in the morning? What are you choosing, Mr. Blue Sky? Okay, that, <laughs> that would be my walk-up song. That's actually a song I told you about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay, Blue we Sky. asked this question, that's sure. right, that's right, Mr. Blue Sky. I like it very good. Awesome.
2: Get the crowd going. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our favorite segment on Rec Reflect. It is time for Test My Professor with Jordan Daniel. So Jordan Daniel, you are studying for the CPRP whilst doing this podcast. Uh, I'm your host with the most will of Vostos. I'm excited to bring this question to you. So we're gonna jump straight into it from our quiz. So here we go. <clears throat> the question, before discharging an employee with a pattern of tardiness, what is the most appropriate sequence for the following corrective action? So we are, you're gonna get one, two, three, and I want you to put them in the best sequence that you think it takes to correct this employee's tardiness. <clears throat> Number one, suspension from the pay job without pay. Number two, written warning to the employee with a copy placed in file. And number three, a documented oral warning to the employee. Again, one, two, and three. <laughs> Which way do you want to go? Through?
1: Well, I I like that none of the answers have number one as the first step. But, so the first step is definitely not suspension
2: from the job. That's partner. a great use of process of elimination. So i there.
1: So I would say between the other two, so if I'm looking at them, um, it would make sense to me that a documented oral warning to the employee is the first step Mm -hmm. because that's like, that's the shot across the bow. Like, Hey, warning, like, Hey, don't do that. That's not good. And I'll put a note in your file. Um, The second one, the written warning to the employee, the copy, place, and file. Like uh, once you get like actual documentation in it, with a form that your organization uses, I feel like that is the next step. While the third step being the suspension. um So there, I, I think it's three to one. Three to one. Oral warning, written warning, and then
2: suspension without pay. All right, here we go. We're locking that in. Yes. Again, we're going to read the question more time before discharging employee with a pattern of fairness what is the most appropriate sequence for the following actions? You're saying a documented oral warning, a written warning with a copy placed in their file, and then finally suspension from the job without pay. Three, two, and one. He's correct! Yeah, and you win the keys to a brand new road. Good <laughs> he is a good test taker. Very good. So that's that's a good one. Um, what's confusing to me here is I didn't see anything about taking away someone's belt on there as part of the punishment. Yeah. Uh, hashtag callback. <laughs>